Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or you just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. Well, welcome to this episode, and we're talking about being a Christian on a secular college campus. And joining us today for this discussion is Zach Campbell, who is with Known Ministries out of the great straight out of the great state of Maryland. And uh, Zach has a passion really to reach college students and to reach them in the the college campus with the gospel. And so, Zach, we appreciate you taking time out and joining us on the show today. Yes, thank you, uh, Brother Kyle, for this opportunity. Um, love talking about college ministries. Love talking about just any opportunity we can to get on a college campus or just to be able to share testimonies of just how God's working differently on different campuses. Thank you. Yes, sir. No, we're glad to have you. And so Zach attended a secular university. And the unique thing about Zach is he did not become what we would consider a statistic, meaning he was not a young man who started college as a Christian and by the end rejected his faith or became a dropout during that 18 to 22-year-old Uh, age stage. And so what we want to do for this episode is just kind of get an inside scoop of what Zach experienced on campus, maybe a little bit of what uh, helped him to keep his faith and maybe some of the temptations and things that he saw either personally or in other young people's lives. And so if you want to, Zach, just to kind of give us just a brief kind of background of, of who you are and then how God led you to the campus and also what college you attended. Yes, sir. Um, so I actually grew up on the mission field. I grew up in a Christian family my whole life. Um, my family were missionaries to the Philippines. I was there from the age of two to 13. And around my 13th birthday, we ended up moving back to the States um, because my mom had some health issues. Um, but what my, one of my dreams was always to play college football. And I was homeschooled. I got to play football at a small private school that let homeschoolers play. So God blessed me with that opportunity. And they also blessed me with the opportunity to receive several scholarships to go play football. And I did, uh had to decide of what I was going to do with my life. And I was trying to look for direction. And I saw my other friends, they had more direction than I had that what God was calling them to do. And, and so I ended up praying about it and I just wanted to be a good testimony. I wanted to be a light for Christ. And I thought maybe at this campus, I could be that example and that testimony on that campus. I ended up going to uh, St. Francis university about central PA, uh, Pennsylvania. And uh, from there, I, Went there um, for all four years of college, uh, graduated with a finance and uh, MIS degree, management information systems. Um, but God really worked in my time there. And I know we'll get more into that on, on, the, on the rest of this episode. But um, it was just interesting to see how God worked and taught me different lessons. And I don't know if I would learn those if I didn't go to this campus. Yeah. And I think what I like hearing, Zach, is you had a desire in your heart to go there and to be a light, um, you know, to that campus. And I think starting with that motive, I'm sure it probably helped, you know, through the whole journey. Um, but as you went to college there and, uh, did you live on campus? Yes, sir. I lived on campus all four years. Um, I had roommates most of my time in college. Um, I think one semester I didn't have a roommate, but I always had roommates and always on campus. Okay. And you played football there all four years? Yes, sir. Played football four years. Um, I registered in my freshman year. Um, my second year didn't play very much, but my junior senior year started and played a lot. Okay, great. So what I see from Zach is he was immersed fully 
on the college campus. And so, Zach, just give us maybe uh, some insight as far as any struggles that you have faced initially, uh, any temptations there that were on the college campus that you encountered. Yeah, definitely. Um, whenever you go to that secular environment after being in a Christian home your whole life, there's going to be different challenges and different things you'll face. A lot of the things you just never thought of. Um, I remember one of my first challenges was I felt like I was all alone, like I was the only one trying to do what's right. I remember walking on campus and feeling like, hey, I'm the only one. I felt all alone in that on the campus. And, you know, I think the devil tries to use that to isolate us and to kind of get us away and think that we're the only one trying to do what's right. And from there, that many people, when they get to that way, they'll, they'll start drifting away. And even when I felt all alone, I started drifting away a little bit. I started maybe doubting different things. And that was one of my first challenges. And then you get into, as you make more friends and different things, you get that peer pressure. Um, every Friday night, I'm sure if you're on a secular campus, you know that there's a lot of parties going on. And all, all the people that you hang out with on campus are probably at those parties. And then you have to make that decision. Are you going to stay the night at your, in, in your dorm room or are you going to go out with everyone else? Those are decisions you have to make. Um, those were some of the early um, decisions I had to make. I ended up having a roommate where, let's just say he was not a Christian at all. He he kind of went against everything I believed. And I remember I'd read my Bible and he'd turn his music up as loud as he could. And every other word was a cuss word. How, what, those were the hardest probably battles for me in college was how do you react to situations? How are you going to respond, um, especially when you're trying to do what's right? When you're trying to do what's right, it's um, almost like, you feel like everything's going to work out because you're trying to do what's right. But what happens when you're doing what's right and nothing's working out? And I had those battles and I'd have those battles in my mind. You know, at one point, my sophomore year, I wanted to quit. I remember being in my, my room and I said, I'm going to quit. I'm just going to drop out because I wasn't doing well at football at the time. Uh, everything else seemed to not be working out. My roommate situation was really bad. He's getting us both in trouble and all these different things. And I was like, I was just trying to be a light. I was just trying to do what's right. And all these things are going wrong. And I felt like I wanted to quit. And I'm, I'm thankful that I didn't quit because I think God was bringing me through that time of, of testing to get me to the point where God could start using me more on campus. But those were some of the things I faced the most on campus was just feeling all alone. Listening to Zach and knowing the, the loneliness you're facing there on campus, and you've got thousands of students around you, um, but feeling all alone is definitely a hard struggle. And what was it, I guess, um, as you began to work through those battles and the, the testing that God was putting you through, um, what helped you, I guess? I guess the really the big question everybody wants to know, Zach, what was it that kept you strong? How did you keep your faith you know, all the way through college? What was that one thing so we can replicate that in every young person's life? But we know everybody's journey is different. Um, but what was it that helped you as you began to navigate through those lonely times and so forth? Was there a, a certain friend group? Was there a church? Was there a campus ministry? Was there just God? I mean, was it just you and the Lord? You know, what was it that kind of helped navigate those hard times as you kept moving forward beyond that sophomore year? Definitely. And I, I think it's, uh, it was a series of different things that God kind of worked out and put into place. You know, when I needed the, when, when I needed him the most, that's when he'd give me what I needed. And whether I remember being Friday nights in my, in my dorm room and I fell all alone, I was like, everyone else is out partying and I could be at a Christian college right now and be able to hang out with friends who are like-minded and be able to have a good time. And I had those battles in my mind and you know what God was said, I put you here for a reason. And just a side note, well, I don't know whatever campus you're at, or maybe you're just working a job, but God has you there for a reason. 
he has a purpose for you there. So don't, when you feel like quitting, when you feel like you're all alone, remember God's with you. Remember that God has you there for a reason. And that was one of the things. And uh, about my sophomore year, when I felt like I wanted to quit, um, it wasn't that I was doing anything wrong, but it was almost like I was being shy with my faith. Uh, I didn't want to share it as much. Um, I would talk to people about it, but it was more, uh, I didn't want everyone to know. And I remember reading Romans 1.16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And, and I ended up really being convicted by that verse and really making that my life verse and saying, hey, I'm just going to live unashamed. I'm just going to go out and try my best to be the best Christian I can be and just to be unashamed of it. And from there, God just began to open doors and to challenge me in different ways and to kind of show me different things. I, I, I ended up getting, I, I was in church my whole time in college. I, I had a church that was about 30 minutes away. And then I had a church that actually the pastor I knew took over that church um, that was about five minutes from campus. So I started going there, First Baptist Church of Evansburg. And from there, he had, that pastor had a very big burden for college ministry. He was on campus. He, he was preaching um, every, every couple of weeks on campus and doing different Bible studies. He'd bring activities to his church. And from there, I was able to, to get connected with other Christians on campus. I remember I felt all alone. And I realized, hey, I wasn't the only Christian that that was on campus. And from there, I was able to make friends and be able to do these different things. And God really began to show me direction in my life with his Bible studies and different things. But those were just a few things that helped me keep going um, while I was in college. And if I can encourage you is to get plugged in, you get plugged into his word and you, you search for those Christian friends. You you, you try to, to, to uh, get yourself out of your comfort zone and start talking to people, start sharing, start Start just trying to be unashamed, all in at being unashamed, and God will open those doors, and he'll, he'll, he'll give you what you need when you need it. Yeah, no, definitely. And I hear, you know, you talking about the community aspect really gave you strength, and uh, how important was it to um, have a church during uh, your time? You know, let's say there was not a church in there, or you didn't go to church. What would have been the difference? Like, how important was that church to you during that stage of your life? It was definitely very important. Um, I remember even as a freshman, I, w- I would go to a church. It was about 30 minutes away, Faith Baptist Church. It was 30 minutes away, so it was a little bit of a drive. And there and back is about an hour, and, and it was a little harder to get there. But from going there, I made friends. I made um, people in the church would help me out and take me out to eat, and people were kind. And it was kind of like a getaway for me. I can get away from all the, the things I was surrounded by to go. Um, go to church and be around other Christians. And then when the church, um, the pastor took over the church near near my school, five minutes away, it, it was a blessing because I could get coffee with the pastor. We would get once a month, try to get coffee and just talk. And then he had a burden for college ministry. So we'd try to work together. And and God gave me that passion for college ministry too. And we were able to kind of connect and um be able to push forward that way. And I was able to get involved in church and different things. And it just helped me. It really helped me. It strengthened me, it helped me build relationships and help me um, uh, be discipled myself and be mentored by a pastor and different things. So it, it really, it, it was really beneficial. Yeah, no, it sounds like it was one of those vital. I mean, ultimately, God was leading you through the scriptures. He brought you to that point of yourself there where you, you know, 
uh, Romans 1.16, you don't want to be ashamed of your faith anymore. And then after that, making that surrendering kind of decision, it just seems like God really put the pieces of the puzzle together for you with a network of friends, a pastor, a church, and all that. Um, and we know from our perspective that uh, having that church is vital, absolutely essential. And it's neat to see how you connected with this pastor who was making the effort to go to the campus, um, wasn't looking at you or that college campus as you know a negative thing in town, but was looking at it as a mission field. Um, and ultimately, he connected with you there. And I'm, I'm sure you could share just, you know, tons of testimony about how his influence and his encouragement helped you during that time, uh, for sure. I heard you say you were, once you got connected with the church and kind of as you're, you know, working through your last couple years of school there, it sounds like you had some opportunity either to to serve in the church or on the campus or do Bible studies or something. Did, were you able to, you know, as you had this desire not to be ashamed of your faith, which I think is awesome, it's challenging, you know, and you hear that. Um, what were some ways that you had the ability to either witness or serve either on the college campus or with that church on the college campus? Definitely. It, it all kind of started pretty fast because my sophomore year, I wanted to quit. And right after that's when God started opening all these doors for me. Um, I started getting connected. I got connected with a, a group on campus called Crew. And as an athlete, I was connected with the FCA and just met a lot of friends there. But from there, I was able to start my own Bible study. And with my own Bible study, I'd have we'd, we had up to 30 guys coming weekly to Bible study. And, and going back to the unashamed part, and I, I think about it. The guys that came to Bible study, I, I'm I'm so glad that I chose to be unashamed because the reach I was able to have when I just opened up and said, "Hey, I'm a Christian." I, I people started coming to me asking me questions. People started, and people I never thought would come to Bible study. You have fraternity guys coming to Bible study. You have the the football players. You have the athletes, the basketball players coming to Bible study that you never thought would come. And God just began to open doors. And I think with college ministry, it, it's all about God opening the doors, but the thing is, we need people to be there when God opens those doors. And maybe we're talking to a student today that's on one of those secular campuses. You know, like God's not going to use me. God's not. What's God going to do with my life? I'm just one. I'm shy. I, I don't. I don't know how to preach. I don't know how to to expound on these Bible studies and do all these things or prepare all these notes. I don't know how to do that. You know what? You don't have to know how to do all that. You just have to know how to share um, what Christ has done in your life. But just share what God has done in your life. And from that, um, uh, Pastor Jared um, from First Baptist Church was able to get more involved. And we ended up doing a big outreach on the middle campus. Um, I think we had the, the second time we had it, it was basically like a mid, we had like a service setting. So we had a platform, we had some speakers, we had about 300 chairs and um, we had food and games and over 250 students came out. I remember sitting there, uh, we did a little invitation at the end and he asked, began to ask a question. He said, um, if you accept a Christ today as your savior, please raise your hand. And I remember seeing people because on my campus, it wasn't a huge campus. We had about 3000 students. So it, it, it was, it was not like a super small campus, but I pretty much knew I've seen everyone's faces before. And remember I saw people raising their hand and I'm like, I always thought that person would never accept Christ. I, I, that person would reject me. That person wouldn't and then you see that person raising their hand and you know what God began to convict my heart because they're saying, why would you be ashamed of my gospel? Why would you be ashamed of the message I gave you? And I just remember seeing things like that and how God just began to open door after door. I remember sitting in my head coach's office talking about Bible study, um, a guy who used to be in the NFL, big guy. And it, it when you live on a shame, God's going to open doors that you never thought. 
And when you get involved in college ministry, whoever you are, maybe you're a church, a pastor, maybe you're a youth pastor, whoever you are, maybe you're on campus already. When God begins to open those doors, you're going to be shocked by the amount of people you meet about the, the influence you can have and the different things that happen on campus. And you'll, you'll, be, you'll be shocked at what God can do. Yeah, no, totally. Um, it seems like God really opened up some doors for you and the influence, you know, that you had. Um, I mean, before the, the football coach, you know, um, it reminds me when I was at App and had the opportunity to be the chaplain of the wrestling team for about three years. And uh, that was just amazing to, to think um, that you can go in and be an influence and encouragement, hold Bible studies. Um, and, you know, somebody may be listening and thinking, are you going into a Christian school? Or are you going? No, we're talking about secular college campuses where we can go in. Uh, a student like Zach can have a Bible study. He can be a part of a larger uh, campus ministry, but be holding, you know, Bible studies on his own. Uh, we can go in with a team, football team, wrestling team, basketball team, sit down uh, in their workout areas and study the Bible. And it's not that, you know, we have to tiptoe around the truth or can only say certain things. Uh, Zach, from what I hear and you saying and from what we've experienced, I mean, you just go in and you share the truth of God's word with people that will come and it's amazing how many people will actually come have interest i think many times the secular universities painted that every young person there is just you know wilding out partying don't have anything to do with god um and while there are many people like that there's a lot of young people like zach who have chosen to go to a secular university um, that we as Christians should not, you know, bad mouth or say, oh, he shouldn't be going there. He should have gone to this Christian college because ultimately God had a path for Zach. And we see Zach live that path out. And as we kind of wrap up here, Zach, um, from what you're doing with Known Ministries is birth really from your experience there at college, um, just your whole passion burden. Could you share just a minute or two really of how your time there at college, bur you know, birth that burden and, and what you're doing with that now after college? Definitely. I remember being in college and I remember I said it earlier, I didn't have direction. I know what God wanted me to do with my life. And it's funny, I ended up going to a Catholic university. And from that time, God called me to preach. He called me into full-time evangelism and full-time college ministry. And and it was funny how God opened doors and, and worked on my heart. Um, being on those campuses, you see the need. Um, you see that there's people searching. You see the people hurting. And I remember just doing my Bible studies and I would talk to my pastor back home. And he said, have you ever thought about doing this on other campuses? I said, hmm, I've never thought about that. And it seemed like God just like, gave me this vision and gave me this, this passion to be able to reach those college kids in whatever way I can. And so actually my, my senior year, I started Bible studies on three different campuses while I was still in school. Um, I had my buddy, Kale, who was my roommate, good Christian guy. And, you know, he was trying to live for God. And, and it's crazy the people you run into when you start just being bold and the people God connects you with. And he would start helping me go to these different campuses our senior year, travel to these different campuses, start Bible studies. And that's kind of how God challenged my heart. Um, I'll give you this last story real quick. Um, it's about probably my sophomore year, beginning of my junior year. Um, we had the speaker and the speaker being asked questions. All the athletes had to go to. So there's about 400, 500 athletes in the room. I said, how many of you have thought about committing suicide? I remember seeing so many kids stand up. And I'm like, these are the kids that have all the partying, the alcohol, the money, the popularity. They're the Division One athletes that have it all at their fingertips. Or they're the ones that feel the most empty. 
And God began to work on my heart to say, who's going to tell, who's going to share the gospel with them? What other groups are on campus that are really going to share the gospel with them, like the true gospel and, and to help them get in, uh, connected to church and all these different things. And from that moment, God really just began to work on my heart and to, to kind of pave the way for me to, um, to get into college ministry full time. Amen. And as you talk about the suicides, um, it brings a heaviness over just my heart and, and, and my soul, just from our experience to the suicides we experienced there as we've worked on college campuses. It's real. Um, and a lot of people that you think are, you know, there's so many people on the campus, you think, oh, they're good. They, they wouldn't feel lonely. They wouldn't feel depressed. Um, but the counseling centers are overwhelmed uh, dealing with people that are, you know, work battling suicide, suicidal attempts. Um, we had a, two years at a campus where we had seven, eight young people die each year. And, uh, you know, it's from suicides or drug overdoses. And so it just shows you the hopelessness um, that this younger generation is experiencing. And uh, what a great need uh, that God has called a young man, Zach, uh, who's attended. He knows the culture. He knows the ins and outs. Um, he's experienced ministry, different var uh, variations of doing ministry on a college campus, and has now given his life to that. And I'm excited to, to be able to get to know Zach, for us to be able to partner and work together uh, in these endeavors. And uh, Zach, as we close out, uh, I'm sure some people may like to connect with you or learn more about your ministry. Is there social media platforms, website, or anything they can connect with you on? Yep. Um, you can go to our website, knowncampusministries.com, and it has all our links. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Zach underscore Campbell 3. And from there, you can get connected with all my accounts. All right. Well, you heard Zach and uh, connect with him and uh, join us on our next episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope this podcast has been helpful to you. If it has, please share it with a friend or you can subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.